Hey friends, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get all of this content and more at jasonjohncowart.com. Be sure to follow and share this with your friends. Let's jump into today's verse. The verse for today is the shortest verse in the entire Bible. It's John eleven thirty five. The Bible says, Jesus wept. Now, I'm telling you, if you want to know some speculation about why Jesus wept, just do a Google search on why did Jesus weep when Lazarus died? You're going to find a million different answers. Um, I was joking with some of my friends today and just said, sometimes it'd be like that, you know? So, I mean, why did he weep? Did he weep because Lazarus was his friend and he and he died? Well, I mean, that's kind of hard to parse because if, if Jesus knew he was going to be raised again in just a few short days... Why would he be upset about that? Why would he be weeping? Um, maybe Jesus knew that Lazarus, who was enjoying uh, the Father at that moment, was going to have to come back to earth, and he knew, like, uh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know, but uh, it could be a lot of things. A lot of people say, well, he was weeping at the sin of mankind. He was weeping because he saw the people had no shepherd. I mean, seriously, there are a million different reasons why people think he wept. And as I've been thinking about it, um, something I have noticed in the verses around uh, John eleven thirty five is the Bible talks about how Jesus was troubled in his spirit. Uh, and there are a couple of verses that talk about that leading into um, the verse that we're talking about here today, Jesus wept. Things like verse 33, where it says that Jesus was, quote, deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. Well, if you go look at those words in Greek, they don't really they don't really mean that, it seems. It seems like that might be a translation that's off a little bit. I mean, if you go look at these words, um, they're they're more along the line of like being like moved with anger, um, almost even like a snort of derision. Um, the other word we're talking about here is to stir up, to agitate. So it seems like that might be an accurate translation in terms of he felt that turmoil. He was greatly troubled. It's like his insides were stirred up. But the deeply moved in his spirit, that, that doesn't really translate well because it seems that he was actually agitated. Uh, we see the same exact wording again when it comes down to verse 38 where it says, Jesus deeply moved again, came to the tomb. Now, in between the moment where Jesus had his first moment of that <laughs> deeply moved in the spirit thing, Jesus wept in between that, and then we see the deeply moved again. But there was one more thing that happened in between that too, and that was where some of the Jews said, see how you loved him. But some of them said, this is verse 37, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Okay, so now that's interesting. Um, a little bit earlier, Jesus is talking with Martha, and he's he's telling her these incredible passages that we remember, these, I'm the resurrection and the life, whoever believes in me, though he die, he shall yet live, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she says, yes, yes, of course. I believe you're the son of God. I, I believe all this stuff, right? But still there was, it seemed like, a level of doubt. If we're honest here, it, it seems like there was some genuine concern of Jesus' ability to fix the problem. Because even we see with Mary, she says, hey, you know what? If you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. So it's almost like they were fully content in Jesus doing what they wanted him to do. But when Jesus didn't do what they wanted him to do, all of a sudden now they're asking questions that challenge him. Like, I mean, come on, like we could definitely draw something out of that because we do this to Jesus a lot. When he doesn't come through like we think he should come through, all of a sudden now we start asking our little questions. Maybe that's why he was upset. 
Maybe that's why he was troubled in his spirit. Or maybe there's another aspect of this. Maybe Jesus walked up to that tomb and he saw the stone there and he knew in just a few short days he was going to be crucified. And it wasn't the crucifixion that he was worried about. He was terrified of experiencing the totality of his father's wrath against him. He didn't just take on your sin. He became your sin. And he knew his tortured body would be behind the tomb itself just in a few days. Is that why he was weeping? I don't know why Jesus wept. Maybe one day when we get to heaven, we can ask him. But here's something that I do take out of this. You know, whatever caused him to weep, it shows that he has compassion on us. There's another time when Jesus wept, and that's when he looked at Jerusalem and he said, they're like sheep having no shepherd. It's just two little words in a sea of 66 books. Jesus wept. But at least for a moment, can you just recognize the power of those two little words and what they really mean? He could have been mad at sin. He could have been thinking about what was going to happen in a few days. He could have been doing all those things. And while it may be easy to think that he was thinking of us in that moment, here's for sure what he was thinking. He had compassion. He had compassion on Mary and on Martha. He had compassion on Lazarus. He had compassion on the people who were standing around questioning his very ability to resurrect Lazarus. Whatever you're going through right now, I want you to know something, that Jesus has compassion on your situation. I find it interesting that even while Jesus had some agitation, it seems, at the situation, we still see Lazarus come forth. I don't know what situation you need Jesus to solve, but I want you to at least know, with two little words in the entirety of the Bible, Jesus wept. You can see he has compassion on you, and at the end of the day, he's going to come through. Just trust him. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.